as am I. And on the backup. And let's give it a one, two, three. One, two, three. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Frank Miller sucks. Frank Miller sucks. <laughs> Where did that come from? I don't know. <laughs> we were talking about right wing douchebags, and it just it, it felt right. <laughs> uh. Welcome back to the new Bat Ranking Adventures, where you can come for Batman. But stay for Anthony. You did it, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's three for three. I, I, I think I'm still the best. I uh, uh, rolled, I was rolling my eyes. I was trying to find this episode on IMDb, and I, I was on Batman the Animated Series, and it's not. It's under a different sub thing. It's under uh, the new Batman's Adventures. Yep. So I had to click on that. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> that sounds like us. Yeah, they, they their branding got real weird for a while because in, in – it was usually called the New Batman Adventures. Sometimes it was called the Adventures of Batman and Robin. Sometimes the the New Superman Batman Adventures when they packaged it packaged it together with Superman. Yeah. I th- I think across the pond it was called Gotham Knights or something like totally different. If, huh. if we get into Batman Beyond in some markets that was called Batman of the Future. <laughs> huh. Yeah, <laughs> but it's 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 all good. It's all Bruce Tim, Paul Dini, Batman, Batmaning it up. Except in yes. this episode, where you, you got some Dick Sprang and my Batman here. This was a uh, uh, yeah. Did you uh, ever get the direct to DVD? It was called Gotham Knight. Um, a long, long time ago. That was that was released. It was like a marketing tie-in with uh, with the the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Like just uh, after Beyond, but before uh, before the Dark Knight. Right. Yeah. Was, they have a, a, a segment in that that remind me of the episode that we just witnessed. Oh, Segway! Segway! Hey! <laughs> <laughs> we watched Legends of the Dark Knight today. This is yes, uh, we did. Another anthology episode, yeah. That's a cool title. It's it's a it's a good one. An apropos for this episode, uh, yes, because it's all it is 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 just three kids walking around telling stories about Batman. There's there's a little framing device. Uh, Firefly's been setting some fires, uh, but but mostly it's just these three kids running around talking about what they think Batman's like. That's right. So we were gonna get. Three sort of POVs here. Yeah. Not to be confused with one of my favorite shows, POV, but it kind of, <laughs> you know, it's similar in a sense that Batman is painted in a different light for every story. Yeah, and yeah. So as Ben was saying, the kids, uh, they saw a newspaper about Batman. He's after, I believe, what do we got, Firefly this week? I mean, the the newspaper just says, just says suspicious fires, but yeah, you, you, you yeah. see that. You're thinking Firefly. And yeah, Poison Ivy's at it again oh, with her fires. It's, it's the exploding pumpkins. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we haven't seen Poison Ivy in a while. I wonder what she's up to. Uh, we'll probably run into her down the road. Yeah, but uh, but not today. Today, so the, the three kids are, you know, walking down the streets of Gotham talking about Batman, as one does. And the first one says, I heard he's not even human. He's He's like a pterodactyl monster and... Seems like somebody's been been hearing about Man Bat, but uh, yeah. this this one we just hear the kid tell it. Uh, 
the the next two we're gonna actually cut away to some different animation styles and see the story as he's telling it this one yeah this this kid just thinks that batman's a monster that's that's all we get out of him yeah we get nothing there but uh the next kid the shortest of the group says that his dad or uncle 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 said that uh he got to see batman and he's actually pretty nice and he's funny him and robin are funny yep and uh we we cut to his uncle and immediately you can see that this is a different animation style i guess the the art style is based on a seminal batman comics artist called dick sprang which okay it's just the coolest name (laughs) (laughs) oh i'm a little (laughs) <laughs> I didn't. I didn't catch it. Now, I, now I like that. That's great. Well, that's almost well, good as Hips McManus right there. <laughs> it's, it's pretty good. So, yeah, but uh, we we get a pretty a pretty silly caper between uh, uh, Batman, Robin, uh, the Joker. He's got a couple of goons all done up in this, like I say, like 1950s style. And in fact, I looked into the credits. The voice actors are all credited because it's different voice actors each time the style changes. Uh, this is not Mark Hamill Joker. This is Michael McKean. Are you familiar with Michael McKean, Kenny? Yeah, he, uh, well, he's done lots of things, but I, <laughs> he was in an episode of X-Files. It was a two-parter called Dreamland in which he switches bodies with Fox Mulder. Uh, he was a government aging guy for Area 51. Um, it was kind of like the light, one of the lighter episodes of X-Files. It was a funny one. So you see David Duchovny pretending to be Michael McKean and Michael McKean pretending to be David Duchovny. But, I mean, obviously he's done other things, too. He's done a million (laughs) things. He's done lots of things. He's he's done a bunch of the the Christopher Guest uh, mockumentaries. Uh, I know him best as Chuck from Better Call Saul. Yeah. He was... uh, he was in a very weird and disturbing episode of Star Trek Voyager, which, look it up, watch it, words don't do it justice. He plays, actually, he also plays a, a an insane killer clown in that one. <laughs> but, uh, but here he's the Joker, and this is kind of a pastiche between 1950s uh, Batman comics and the, the Burt Ward, Adam West television show version of Batman and Robin, calling, calling each other old chum and such. Yeah, this is a uh, very goofy. I, I believe Joker is in some music museum. Yeah, factory. <laughs> it all logic and reason kind of gets tossed out of out the window past a certain point around the time that he ties up Batman and Robin and throws them into a giant piano that seems to get bigger with each shot. Yeah, everything here is big, from flutes to a violin to a piano. It's it's a, like a... I, I was thinking of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, kind of, but it's a yep. museum of sorts, dedicated to musical instruments. And like you said, Batman and Robin are in this giant trap set piece that you would normally associate with the uh, Burt Ward, uh, Adam West Batman. Yeah. Uh, Joker wants to smash them by <laughs> jumping on the piano keys and like the inside of a piano. The I don't know what you would call the technical term, but they come down when you press the keys yeah, the and they're going to smash. Thing. They're going to flatten Batman and Robin. Yep. And Joker's be- having a great time doing it. 
Yep, and and everybody is making musical instrument puns just the entire time. Talking about, did you get my note earlier? Yeah. Uh, the the scale on this piano seems way off. Ah, hardy har. <laughs> <laughs> you like dad jokes? This is the one for you. Yep. Um, but of course, what happens? Batman and Robin they escape, and they batarang the two hired goons that Joker has. I, do we rank them or not? I see. We don't even know if these hired goons exist. We're hearing about them at third hand through this kid, through his uncle. I, I mean, they're fine. They're whatever. If they if they do exist in canon and they are as presented, I don't know, two hundred apiece. They're fine. Okay. <laughs> so they're knocked out, and uh, they go after uh, Joker, and uh, he's in uh, saxophone. <laughs> yep. yep, Batman and Robin use a big violin as a bow and arrow, and it's it's a it's the biggest silliest Batman third act, and we're really only in the second act. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Joker is apprehended, and uh, good good job, chum. Yep, <laughs> and uh, that's when we cut to the kids and the girl. I don't recall if she got her name. The redheaded girl. She got a name in the uh, in the dialogue in the credits. She is credited as Carrie. Okay, uh, a clear reference to Carrie Kelly, uh, the Robin in the Dark Knight Returns, the foundational Frank Miller comic. That I, I got to be honest, I read it. I don't think it holds up that well. I think maybe okay. you had to be there. <laughs> <laughs> What? You're fading away, Ben. <laughs> Are we going through a tunnel? <laughs> this, um, is, this is one of those comics that's highly regarded as a classic that I'm glad it exists because it apparently led to a general darkening of the tone that I appreciate, and it's real rough to go back to. <laughs> Sorry. I I appreciate, I like that one. The one I don't really care for is Batman Year One. Uh, that's one that everyone goes gaga goo goo for. And to me, honestly, it's a little, and once, once again, like you said, that set a tone for Batman that I appreciate to this day, but the actual story itself is not for me. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of the, the, the other side of the pendulum, the other side of the seesaw between the, the light, silly, campy Adam West Batman. You have to have this overly dark, gritty Batman to balance it out so that you can get the one, the true, the only perfect Batman, <laughs> Batman the Animated Series, at precisely the right fulcrum point. That's just science. We, we haven't said that in a while. The one, the true, the only Batman. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, well, Carrie says that uh, you, they never said chum. That's ridiculous. That's yep. too corny. I, I don't think so. Here's what I've heard about Batman. He's actually really old. And Robin is actually a girl, which segue to our neo 80s inspired Frank Miller, Dark Knight Returns. He's finding mutants that have these red visors and it winds up with a big tank scene. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, this Uh, is this is a scene just right out of that comic, only with a little extra wink and nod to the audience like Batman the mutant leader is giving this big silly speech about how he's going to kill Batman. Batman shows up in his giant tank Batmobile, uh, predating the Batman Begins version, and starts yeah. gunning them down with machine guns. And he kind of like winks at Robin and says, "Rubber bullets, honest." Yeah, 
so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fine. Which, uh, uh, boy, that, yeah. that played a lot differently uh, <laughs> when this was new. But we won't get into that. Back to Batman. Uh, <laughs> Batman fights fisticuffs hand-to-hand against the big mutant leader. They have a big brawl in the mud. Yep. And uh, we don't see it on screen, but we know that Batman breaks, I'm presuming, his leg? Yeah, he's... It's it's a lot of cutaways to the the assembled mutant army wincing as his leader as their leader is just taken apart, and yeah. uh, we also get another good uh, good voice actor sighting. Eighties uh, Batman is Michael Ironside. Yeah, yeah, who's also been in a million things, but most uh, most notably for our purposes, plays Darkseid in the Superman the animated series cartoon. I'll always think of him from Total Recall. <laughs> <laughs> He was uh, the husband to Sharon Stone who had to let Sharon Stone be undercover and pretend to be wife to Arnold Schwarzenegger. If you haven't seen Total Recall, you should see it. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> and Michael Ironside's wonderful in that. Uh, but yeah, Michael Ironside's voice of Batman and he beats the crap out of the mutant guy. Yep. And uh, <laughs> that kind of ends with uh, the kiddos. They, they go back to their story. Yeah, I I think the other notable thing about that segment is the music, which is this really over-the-top, overdriven electric guitar, which is very much setting the stage for what will become the dominant motif of Batman Beyond. Did you notice the inside of the Bat Bat Tank uh, was that red, uh, I don't know what you call it, it it's super red, but with black silhouettes of all the gizmos and, and eye holes and levers and buttons which reminds me of the hover bats or Batmobile and Batman Beyond. Yep. So lots of lots of little winks of things to come. Yep. <laughs> but um, uh, we we cut back from from this this pastiche to the kids, uh, and they decide to scope out. They've they've come across one of these burned out abandoned buildings from the arsonist and they they decide to poke around and look for clues but uh, before that they run into another kid uh, who is credited in the credits as Joel you know yes. who I'm talking about here now he happens to be underneath a sign that says shoemaker <laughs> huh. so, weird <laughs> <laughs> yeah he looks just like him too they, they drew him pretty much a kid style version of Joel Schumacher Yep, and the kid is very into a, what would you call that? It's a, like a fox fur thing. It looks like a pink feather boa. Uh, they're boa. not exactly being subtle with this kid. No, this kid is, he talks about he loves the way Batman dresses, all that rubber and the... Big muscles. <laughs> and uh, the way the car can go up the side of buildings. It's it's definitely a, you know, howdy-do to the Batman forever. And Which, also uh, not for nothing, but... Like playing the camp gay stereotype like real hard, like it's, it's um, like kind of uncomfortably hard. Like I I didn't feel uncomfortable. I definitely knew who they were talking about. Um, but yeah, I could see it interpreted that way. For me, it, not so much. But I I could sit back and watch other people kind of probably grimacing at that point. Uh, you and I are doing this via Zoom. I'm glad I wasn't in the room with you. <laughs> I, can, I can see your face in my head. I can see you like kind of grinding your teeth going. <laughs> yeah, so. I, I don't know. I don't know what else you do because 
you're you're paying homage to all these different versions of Batman. I think you've got to to touch on Joe, Joel Schumacher's version. And I mean, what's the big takeaway other than yeah, that's that's the gay version of Batman. That is the really really gay version of Batman. Well, do you notice that the kid doesn't show up at the end? Uh, that's it. They they pass by him, and that's kind of it for Joel. Yeah, it's it's kind of rough because. Did I want more of him? No. On the other, and it was clearly just kind of like a yeah, haha. The joke is the other kids don't like him because it's because nobody likes the Joel Schumacher Batman's. But how it comes across is nobody likes this kid because he's openly gay. And that's, what I think you could have done is just had you know uh, not even have the kid. I mean, they obviously have a billing that says the shoemaker. Yeah, you could have just had that. And that would have been one of those things that only you and I would have probably looked up on IMDb and been like, oh, that's a little ode to Joel Schumacher. Bada bing, bada boom. It's like when they use uh, street uh, names like they did with Finger. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, that's Bill Finger. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah Could have just, just done that. Just have a shoemaker storefront and then uh, yeah. then then in the in the picture window, uh, some some mannequins wearing bat suits with nipples. Yeah, I can dig on yeah, it. Yeah, that'd be fine. <laughs> you could have even called it Joel's shoemaker store boom <laughs> there you go yep. but uh but we're getting off topic here <laughs> <laughs> well the kids get into the into the burned out turns out to be a burned out theater uh i believe yeah uh, and uh our good friend firefly is gonna set it ablaze with one of his uh, bombs yep and batman of course shows up uh, just as everything's exploding you get to take your shots yep. he punches Look, the the frame story is real light here. Uh, Firefly was was setting fires for insurance money. That's all you need to know. Batman punches him, and he says, uh, "Oh, what does he say? Oh, he uses a little handheld fire extinguisher to put out uh, to to extinguish Firefly's flamey lightsaber thing, and says, "Sorry to put you out." Which ah. Matt, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Matt, the kid who told the the very pun heavy Dick Sprang esque episode. Uh, he loves it. He says, see, Batman makes puns. I told you, see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Batman takes him while well, he uh, ties him up and the kids, they escape and the cops show up with the fire department. Firefly needs to be brought down and uh, the kids walk away going, see, it's just like I said. Yep. And thus ends Legends of the Dark Knight. Kenny, does this episode hold up? Yeah, I like it. I like it too. It's a it's a fun. Uh, we had just talked about X Files. It, it reminded me of a lot of those X Files episodes that were purposely funny. There were a few that would kind of poke fun at themselves, where the uh, the agents would kind of tell stories that would kind of like, oh yeah, remember when we did this stupid case? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I kind of got from this one. It, it's a fun little meta episode. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice, just little loving nod to all the different forms Batman has taken over the years. If if I have a if I have a complaint, we really only got to see two of the of the stories, like actually see them, and I wouldn't have minded more. Like I think the the fifties Dick Sprang version could have been a little shorter. That took up almost half the runtime, mm -hmm. and if they could have worked a third one in somewhere, give it even more of a variety platter. I think that might have been even better, but as would it you, was, would you have liked to seen the the kids' version where Batman is like a monster? 
Yeah, I yeah. just just like maybe real short, but uh, but then I don't know. I don't know what else. Like I I think the first segment did a good job of mashing up the some of the classic commies. Classic commies. <laughs> <laughs> classic commies. <laughs> Batman's there punching commies. That's what I want to see. Good old. <laughs> Here's a sitcom idea. Yeah. Classic commies. Well, if you ever watch uh, Superman Red Sun. <laughs> I did. I gave that to you actually. You did. I, I watched that. it with uh I watched it with my uh with my respite kid. I like the the comic book better than I did the animated movie. But Yeah, uh, me too. The animated movie was all right too, but It was okay. Yeah. Uh, Lex Luthor's kind of painted in a different light in the animated movie. In the comic book, he's a bad guy, but in the animated movie, he's kind of not so much. Yeah, well, and then the comic didn't really know how to end itself, so it kind of went, spun itself wildly off the rails, but eh, it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's but, see how well this episode is uh, spun, shall we, in our brand new science machine. Let's do. Let's boot up the science machine. And, and okay. Kenny, you'll you'll notice uh, the, the, the red mood lighting in here uh, really yeah. sets off all of the angles. Uh, it's you know sometimes science should be uh, should be aesthetically pleasing and not just functional. That's right, uh, I'm enjoying it. I like this. Yeah, uh, it's it's really set the mood. I've got all my gears a gear rating. <laughs> so uh, speaking of aesthetically pleasing, I think the only thing to do is to put our lab coats on. Yeah, why don't we just go ahead and take them pantses off? <laughs> all right, so. Just get some mud on your parts here. We didn't really mention that Batman and the mutant fight happens uh, in a in a big giant mud puddle, as it does in the comic. Because now, Batman you... mud wrestling a shirtless mutant is uh, <laughs> clearly what uh, clearly what you want. Just in case you thought the Joel Schumacher's version was the gayest Batman. <laughs> now, if you liked that part of the episode, I highly recommend they did do a double uh, animated direct DVD Dark Knight Rise uh, Returns. and it's a two-parter and they go into depth into that comic book so if that was your favorite part of the episode i highly recommend you check out those direct-to-dvd movies the dark knight returns part one and two uh it'll it'll be up your alley if that's the part that you liked yep but uh steer steer extra clear of i think it was called the dark knight strikes back Frank Miller wrote a wrote a sequel comic like decades later that is u- pretty universally reviled. <laughs> I haven't seen that one or, or read that one. I mean, yeah. It's okay, no well, it, it I'll take your word for it. Nobody ever thought of it again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but what didn't disappear is our master list of Jesus Christ ninety seven episodes. Yeah, I got my Dr Pepper. I'll let you uh, <laughs> do your thing. Growing Pains, Two-Face, Ceno Evil, Harley and Ivy, Demon's Quest, Old Wounds, Over the Edge, House and Garden, The Cat and the Club, or The Great Ghost, The Man Who Killed Batman, Showdown, Double Talk, Second Chance, Almost Got Him, Harlequinade, Perchance to Dream, Robin's Reckoning, Read My Lips, Heart of Ice, Laughing Fish, I Am the Night, Day of the Samurai, Eternal Youth, Pretty Poison, The Forgotten, Joker's Favorite, Feet of Clay, Silicon Soul, Clocking, Heart of Steel, Diamond and Joint, Harley's Haunted, Never Fear, What is Reality? Avatar, Deep Freeze, Joker's Millions, If You're So Smart, Wine, Show Rich, Sideshow, Joker's Wild, Vendetta, The Last Laugh, Nothing to Fear, The Strange Secret of Bruce Wayne, A Bullet for Bullock, The Lion and the Unicorns, A Tonic, Cold Comfort, Dreams and Darkness, Off Balance, The Mechanic, Tiger, Tiger, Appointment, Crime Alley, On the Rings, Christmas is a Joker, Mad as a Hatter, Bright as Reform, Blind as a Bat, Since the Father, Mean Seasons, Mudslide, Murder the Wolf, Night of the Ninja, Baby Doll, Make Him Laugh, Try Up Your Victory. 
You scratch my pack. Shadow of the Bat. POV. Prophecy of Doom. Birds of a Feather. Torch Song. Demon Within. Be a Clown. The Cape and Cow. Conspiracy. Fire from Olympus. Bane. Catwalk. Batgirl Returns. Worry Man. Paging the Crime Doctor. It's never too late. The Underdwellers. The Ultimate Thrill. Critters. Nobody's Perfect. Holiday Nights. Love is a Croc. Animal Like. The Terrible Trio. Terror in the Sky. Catch Cries. Fever. Lock up. Cold to the Cat. And I've got my bed in my basement. Yeah. Okay. A couple of stumbles. It's like no you get screw-ups. better at it with the with the lisping as long as it is. Whew. All right, all right. <laughs> so uh, let's consult ye old random number generator and see what we're doing here. All right, Jesus. Is Legends of the Dark Knight better or worse than number forty-one, Joker's Wild? Yeah, I think Joker's. Yeah, it's. Joker's Wild is fun. It's, you know, it's a lark. It's, it's, it's got a good caper. It's got uh, Batman playing or Bruce Wayne rather playing blackjack with the Joker, but I like the variety platter. I think I would give this one the edge. See, I was going to go with Joker's Wild, but yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with variety platter. Yeah. Yeah. Has so much affection for, for its source material. It's uh, but with just enough of a wink and a nod. Yeah. Okay, I'm down with that. All right, in that case, is Legends of the Dark Knight better or worse than number 38, Joker's Millions? (laughs) I kind of think Joker's Millions is better. I think you might be right. Joker's Millions is, well, I don't know. I'm, I'm casting my mind back. I'm trying to think, what are the standout moments in Joker's Millions? There's that Johnny Cochran-looking motherfucker. <laughs> That's and big since we brought him up, take a shot. Yeah, enjoy it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like, I mean, Joker gets tricked. How often do we get an episode like that? Yeah. Plus, it was a great mark hamill experience because he got to enjoy his millions and uh it gets taken away from him so you get to see his character go from you know penniless to rich to penniless again it's a fun yeah. ride that's true yeah and we did have that uh that fun establishing scene the chase scene at the beginning with uh with batman uh chasing the joker and harley and all their gadgets breaking down oh, car that's running right. out Remember of gas he hired a different harley Oh, yeah. So, okay. Funny. Yeah. All right. All right. You're bringing it back to me. Yeah. <laughs> this is a long list. Too. Sometimes it takes a little bit to, to get yeah. our science going. But, all right. I'm going to concur. Joker's millions. So, wow. Okay. We're, we're real close then. <laughs> it is between 38 and 41. Ooh. Yeah, right? Let's see here. Actually... Yeah, it's got to be either 39 or 40. We are already almost there. <laughs> Is it better or worse than number 39? If you're so smart, why aren't you rich? I'm going to go with that one. Hmm. It's a great introduction of the Riddler. It is... It is fun. I feel like it sort of slows down in the final act with the because uh, that's the one with the with the maze and the riddle of the Minotaur and all yeah, that and stuff. Yeah, the Cary right? Grant guy. Yeah, yeah. Mockridge is great. No, no shade on Mockridge. Yeah. 
Yeah. On the other hand, this one could be kind of slow too. Like especially that uh, the the Dick Sprang segment went on a little longer than it needed to, and there wasn't much in the way of stakes. So it's it's a close thing, but I'll go ahead and concur. Yeah. And in that Dick case, Sprang. we've only got. We've only got one decision left to make. Is Legends of the Dark Knight better or worse than number 40, Sideshow? You know, I kind of like Sideshow better. Yeah, it's... Sideshow was just such a pretty episode. and I mean, this was a well-done episode. No, like, the switching around between animation styles. It was It was very well-crafted, but it wasn't wasn't just pretty to look at the way Sideshow was. Sideshow had, uh, you know, it, it brought up Killer Croc in a light that maybe he could have turned it all around. He chose not to, but there was a little moment there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go yeah. with Sideshow. All right. I'm going to go ahead and concur, which places Legends of the Dark Knight... In the new number 41 spot, just below Sideshow, and just above Joker's Wild. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Aaron Jesus. You kind of narrowed it down for us pretty quick. Yeah, nice quick segment there. And, oh man, I'm looking at this list. It's creeping up towards that triple digit mark. We're going to hit it just before we run out of TNBA episodes. Mm-hmm. 98 on oh, this motherfucking list now. Loris, oh my god. Yeah. Let's see what we've got next week. Next week, we've got Girls' Night Out. Do you remember this episode, Kenny? No, but if I had to guess, we're probably going to get Harley and Poison Ivy. You would have guessed wrong. The two girls... Well, actually, I I take that back. I do not recall who the villains were. It might be Harley and Ivy. Um, But uh, I... What I remember about this episode is that this is the crossover episode with uh, Batgirl having a little girls' night out with Supergirl of Superman, the animated series. Really? I don't yeah. remember that at all. Pretty sure. I mean, we'll we'll find out next week. But, yeah, we had uh, so the world's finest two-parter with Batman and Superman hanging out. That is uh, technically a Superman, the animated series episode. So uh, we we might be seeing that when we do our next series, depending on how the votes I, go. I do remember that one. I remember the the big ship that's uh, spray painted, so it looks like a smile. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, be be quite a while before, maybe quite a while if we do Batman Beyond first. Uh, but a bit before we get to that. But uh, yeah, this 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 episode uh, with with Batman and Batgirl takes place in Gotham, as I recall, and is included with TNBA in in the episode order. So that'll be next week. In the meantime, Kenny, where can folks find you on the internet? You can find me at Weisky TV on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And you can find me at HBI2K on Twitter or twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton. And you can always find the two of us right here at anchor.fm slash batrankings. You can pledge us one, five, or ten dollars a month, help us keep the lights on, you can subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. You can give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you review podcasts. I think that's the only place that lets you put text in it, uh, which is important because if you give us a five-star review, uh, be sure to let us know, would you like us to do Batman Beyond next or Superman the Animated Series next? You're running out of time. 
That's right. And we are down with whatever. So uh, we leave it up to you. But honestly, we are happy one way or the other. We're going to have fun. Yep. All right. And in fact, I think what I'm I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to. Is uh, is we might announce since since next week is the uh, is the crossover episode mm-hmm. and we've got to we've got to cut off the voting sometime. Given uh, given our lead time, I think uh, next episode that you and I record might be the time to to tally those votes uh, for a final tally and announce which one we're doing next. Okay, give people just a little longer to get their votes in and then then call it. But uh, that'll be next week. We will see you for Girls Night Out. <laughs> All right, bye everybody. Dick Spray. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.